Hey everybody, you're listening to Big Things with Zach Miko, and on today's episode, I sit down with professional rugby player and IMG brawn model, Matt Workin. Now sit back, relax, and listen to the theme song. All right, and welcome everyone to Big Things with Zach Miko. As always, I am your host, Zach Miko. Hello to our new Spotify listeners. We're finally on Spotify, everybody. Um, And hello to all my other listeners, no matter where in the internet pod world you may be. We have a great, great episode for you today. Uh, I sit down with IMG's newest brawn model, my friend, Matt Workin. Matt, uh, not only is uh, the newest addition to our IMG Braun family, but he's also a professional rugby player on the Rugby United New York team, the uh, New York's professional rugby team. Uh, we call them the Rooney Roosters, but really it's just the Rugby United New York. Actually, he told me they call them the Rooney Roosters. They don't have a mascot, so they unofficially made it the rooster, and we like that. Matt and I are going to sit down. We're going to talk about what his journey to modeling has been like thus far. Not only that, learn some stuff about rugby that I barely knew. Uh, so it's a, definitely a must-listen. This is part of our Up and Comers series where I talk to new male brawn models who are coming to the scene that I think you guys should look out for. And Matt is killing it. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, my interview with Matt Ladies and gentlemen, I am sitting here with professional rugby player of the Rugby United New York. That's right, he's nodding at me. And um, and the newest uh, brawn model for IMG Models, Matt Workin, everybody. Hello, how we doing? Good, how you doing, brother? Doing very well, doing very well. Good, we're sitting in a, another echoey studio in New York City, but everyone knows how this works at this point. So, welcome, we're excited. Um, let's start from the very beginning, Matt. Sounds good. Where are you from? I'm from Kansas City, Missouri. Born and raised. Hello, big barbecue town. Yes, sir. Exactly. Very big barbecue town. Now, Kansas, I know I'm bad about Kansas City. There's a Kansas City. Kansas also? Y'all are split in half? Yes, there is. There's a road called State Line Road that goes right down the middle of the city and on one side you're in Kansas the other side you're in Missouri was it at one time not in two different places like how does how does that Uh, even work out I mean I would like to think it probably was a city at one point (laughs) and when they uh decided to make state lines and all that it was they just got nobody wanted to let go of their Kansas City hey that's good so like when so like where's Arrowhead State is it called Arrowhead Stadium still where is that and which side it's on the Missouri side okay it is on the (laughs) the good side (laughs) Everybody from Kansas City, Missouri knows that. Oh, that's... And Kansas as well. Oh, poor Kansas. That's good. (laughs) It's all right. They have way less people than Missouri, I think, in general. Yeah. I remember driving through Kansas one time in my life, and it was the the craziest time 
I've never seen so much nothing in the same at the same time. That's not to shit on anyone from Kansas, but I'd never seen just corn for yeah, like, and now they have just, some windmills as well. Oh, do they? Yeah, like that's the wind good. turbines. That's good. When I was there, they did not. Actually, I feel like that would make sense in all that flat, like in Nebraska and, yeah. and Kansas and Oklahoma. They should just be nothing but wind turbines. Yeah. Considering they have, that's like, that's their main export. Yeah, now I mean, wind. <laughs> on your way to Colorado across Kansas, all you see is just wind turbines as far as the eye can see. Good. Yeah. Good. We need those. Um, so you're raised there. Do you have any siblings or anything? Yes. I'm the youngest of six kids. Oh, you're the baby. I'm the baby. That's good. How did that turn out? Are you the biggest baby now? Yeah, I am. I'm the youngest <laughs> and the biggest. That's usually how it works out. Yeah. Yeah. My brother was supposed to be the tallest and then he just like stopped at six foot. But even like when we were growing up, like the doctors were like, oh, he's going to be way taller than you. And then at six foot, he just ended. And I was like, <laughs> ah, good. I could still take my little brother. That's all I was worried about. Uh, brothers, sisters, both. I have three brothers and two sisters. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's not too bad. Were you all big sports kids growing up? Uh, Yeah, for the most part. Yeah. Um, I didn't actually find rugby my my final true sports love until uh, my senior year of high school. But, yeah, we were all playing ice hockey and football and basketball and they stuff. have ice hockey down there yeah i mean I, not not everyone but my family was into it and all my brothers played that's so I was awesome like, yeah, i'm let's always do interested it. how people get into hockey from different parts like so i'm from new england so there's a ton of hockey like yeah. everyone not i'm from connecticut and there's a lot of hockey teams but really once you get like massachusetts and up like new hampshire vermont maine everyone they're like no one plays baseball little league they all play little league hockey yeah. so it's like i totally get that but especially like I don't know. I always think like down south. I'm like, I know a lot of people play hockey who come from there, but I'm like, where do you guys even play? Like, I mean, yeah, shoot. When we were playing, <laughs> it was at least a half hour drive to any ice rink. Yeah. And it was like the parents would trade off carpooling because they're just like not wanting to travel all that, yeah, all that no, distance just I for their kids' to. sports. I mean, that's always tough. I don't know how parents do that with like kids in Little League. I remember my little brother was on like a traveling baseball team, which mm-hmm. is like outside of your school and it's like a whole different thing and you have to drive like three hours every Saturday to take yeah. him. I don't know. <laughs> parents are good that way. <laughs> like I couldn't, like, I mean, I'll do it. If I have a kid and they want to play three hours away, I'm a big softie. I'll probably do it, but <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's a lot of sacrifice and whatnot. Yeah. Man. Thankless work. I know. So you also played football, I'm assuming. Yeah. Going in, being from the, is, is Missouri considered the heartland or the South? Uh, it's, it's the heartland. I mean, it, it's so funny. People are like, Oh, you're from the South too. I'm like, no, not really. I know. It's cause like, I always, I always think of Missouri as Southern, but at the same it's, time, it's not. I mean, it's, it's Midwest. Yeah. I mean, so I mean, there's three states until like this, because it's like Missouri, Arkansas, and Oklahoma, o- Oklahoma, and then you and Louisiana. So it's like you are like in the dead center. Yeah. Of the country. Yeah, and Kansas City especially is like on the on the east side or yeah. the west side of Missouri is in the dead center of the United States. Yeah. Is it more like? So like, is it like flatter there? Like, is it flat like Kansas and Nebraska uh, and whatnot? Or? I mean. There's some hills, and in southern Missouri, there's the Ozark Mountains, but, I mean, they, those are glorified hills. They're, <laughs> they're not very large mountains. I feel like Ozark has a new recognition in the world now. Have you seen the show, Ozark? I have seen the show, and <laughs> I've, I've been to the actual lake. It's, uh, it's Apparently, there's only a bit that's actually filmed there, and the rest is filmed somewhere in, like, Michigan. It's in, no, I think it's in uh, Georgia. Is oh, most okay, of there it. we yeah. go. <laughs> yeah, but it's funny because, like, people are like, oh, like, 
you know the Langmores? And I'm like, no, come no. on. <laughs> <laughs> they aren't real, but they do grow heroin. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. What position did you play in football? Uh, I was a offensive lineman, left tackle, and uh, defensive, like, defensive tackle as well. So a nice, just big guy, all the big guy roles. Uh-huh. Exactly. So when did you start? Like I shot up in like middle school. When did you start? Cause how tall are you? I'm six, seven. Yeah. Cause you're an inch taller than I am. Cause <laughs> I remember, cause we met at, um, a fashion week party. I'd heard of you because you know, at IMG, I always like to know who the new guys are going to be the competition, even though I don't <laughs> competition, but also like in a weird way, it's like my little, I don't want to call you little babies, but it kind of is. <laughs> just because I was the first guy there, I'm always like me and our manager Josh. Every time like he's th- he like likes new guys, he always like likes to get my feedback and shows me you guys, and I'm always like, oh yeah, these guys are great. It's awesome. So I always want to know how everyone's doing and whatnot. For sure. But the first time I physically met you was this past Fashion Week. We were at a uh, event in honor of Ruthie Carter, who last night won an Oscar yeah. for Black Panther, which so is awesome. fucking awesome for costume design um and i kind of knew who you were as soon as you were coming up to me for one i'd seen you before but for two I, you were the only person looking me in the face everyone was like hello and all of a sudden this head comes out like yeah. through the crowd and i was like i think that's the guy from uh that josh was showing me earlier yeah yeah that was fun that was was that your first like fashion week party it thing? was it was uh quite interesting it was very cool though it's super fun but it's also super weird like, yeah showing up like am i gonna know anyone here uh, i know what's i know everyone what's up how's it going i'm matt exactly <laughs> no no you have to be that way i always cling to josh our manager every time we go place he's like you're going to this party i was like are you gonna be there yeah I, like, I texted him the same thing because <laughs> if you are i'm just gonna follow you around the whole time like a giant puppy <laughs> Oh man. So, so around what age did you start shooting up height wise? Uh, I mean, I've always kind of been like the tall kid. I mean, like shoot, even in like kindergarten, I was as tall as my teacher. Really? Yeah. I mean, she was pretty short, but still, I mean, I remember so, it for me, it was, I think fourth grade is when I was first taller than my teacher. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I was, thing. I mean, yeah, by the time I graduated, uh, elementary school, I was like six, three, like, so going as, as, out, a, as a freshman man. in high school, I was six, three. And I know towering over some people it's it's a weird feeling because like everyone you're still very much in like a kid's world but now you're bigger than most adults oh yeah it's like it was that was kind of a funny thing like for me growing up my mom would be like now like you're you're gonna be bigger than a lot of the kids but like that means you need to go like out of your way to be nice because totally and i was like okay whatever mom thanks dude it's the gentle <laughs> giant syndrome it's because like <laughs> dude, i grew up with it and it's like subconscious you don't even realize it you spend the whole time like you especially meeting new kids you're like i have to be super nice because chances are they might be a little afraid of me <laughs> just because i'm <laughs> way bigger than them so it's almost i feel like us as big guys we're always walking around like putting people at ease right away with like big smiles and like hey everything's great like yeah it's i'm not gonna eat you it's kind of funny like walking on the streets here like if you're like in a rush and you're like coming up around someone to get by them or whatever like i've had people be like turn back like oh yeah oh yeah no (laughs) if i'm ever like running late like i try to walk around with like a kind of happy look on my face at all times so i'm not freaking out people but like if i'm ever like late or in a hurt like a hurry and i'm looking really stern people like it's like the red seas part people are like <laughs> oh shit get out of this guy's way yeah oh man 
So because of your size, do you think, um, well, I was, actually, I think it's different also. Like I was always pushed to do sports when I was younger, literally just cause I'm bigger than everybody else. But I feel like in your area of the country, it's sports are even a bigger part of just daily life in general yeah. being in the Midwest. Definitely. Is it considered the Midwest? Yep. Okay. It's the Midwest. I'm, I'm so bad. It's about. all good. I mean, people up all the way in like Ohio and Chicago that's the thing. would be like, how are you the Midwest? That's the thing. I feel like the Midwest is so fucking big. I feel like they named all these regions in the country and then they're like, and everything in the middle is the Midwest. <laughs> <laughs> like because it's like you Pretty get much. it's like it's like 15 states they're like yeah all of you you're us, all the Midwest. us midwesterners <laughs> exactly which are known for being kind in the first place i keep getting called out for that here the people are like oh you're not from around here are you i'm like what how'd you know they're like well you're nice you're you're actually having a genuine conversation with me like, exactly oh, sorry i can't change how i was raised people always think i'm from the midwest for the same reason and then they're <laughs> always just like but you're from like wisconsin right i'm like no no no, I'm from Connecticut. I was just big. And this is just the, what we all take on being bigger people is like yeah. a general niceness. Yeah. It helps. And when we're not, you know, we got beat up less than other kids. I think physically, I remember, did you ever get in fights and whatnot when you were kids? I've been in some fights. Yeah. Um, I mean, mostly I would say with my next older brother, but, uh, totally. Yeah. But there was also a time when like, I was bigger than him and that all just cut out. Yeah. Like, you know, Oh, it's definitely a change. I was dreading that with my little brother and luckily he stopped growing. So I was like, <laughs> Oh, thank God that would have sucked. Um, but no, it's the same as like, I've, I've been in like, I think two, like when I was a kid, I was in like two real fights, mm-hmm. quotation fingers when I was younger. And as an adult, I've been in like, you know, a bar scuffle where, but no one was fighting me. It was most like I've broken up fights, but I've not been in fights. Usually someone our size entering the picture, people calm down pretty quickly. (laughs) Yeah. I'm, I always tell people I'm, I'm a lover by trade, but I mean, if, if we need to fight like that, we can, but it's, it's not usually my first choice. And usually I, I feel like being a bigger person, if you have a stern tone with people, they're totally typically more willing to just back off or end it and, it's part of our big friendly giant syndrome is like, we are friendly. We're real nice, but we are also aware how big we are. And if we need to like assert that at certain times, we will usually in defense of someone else. Like usually it's yeah. someone will start picking on my friend and I'll just be like, Ooh, that was not smart of you. Did you not see me standing next to him? Okay. <laughs> and, and there's the other side of the coin where it's the, the short guy who feels like he's 10 feet tall. And he's like, yeah, you got me right. And you're standing oh right behind him. God. Like, Oh, no, not exactly. Again. It's like, can you not fucking do that? Why? I want to stop hanging out with you. <laughs> we have, I have one friend um, who used to do that. He used to get very aggressive with people at bars. Now he is like 4'11". Like literally, he is tiny. He's one of my best friends. I love him a lot, but he is not a big person. And he would start fights over, it's always over sports. And he likes start, like he's a, he's from Pittsburgh. So um, a couple of years ago, in the playoffs, the Pirates were playing the Cardinals, and the Cardinals won, and he was ready to fight this dude that was well more than double his size. And I had to, like, step in between and be like, please, come on, we're going home, buddy. This yeah. is not okay. And, and Cardinals fans, are, they're pretty rough. Are they? Yeah. I was going to say, that's your diehard. that's your area. Or, uh, or is it? That's, that's the thing. St. That's St. Louis. My Lewis. team's the Royals. Oh, yeah. Kansas City has a team. Yeah. I'm so – I'm I, – no. I, I – 
that's my another New Year's resolution is start knowing the Midwest better. <laughs> <laughs> it's I feel like it's such a big part of the country, but that's like what happens a lot, especially being from the coasts is like, you know, the coasts yeah, and then like in between is not as known. Oh, that's stuff. the area I fly over when I go to the other coast. No, exactly. It's <laughs> like, and every time I've gone to those areas, I've had a great time thought it was good, but it's like, it's, it's interesting. Well, that's why our political landscape is so fucking weird because of that whole like flyover state mentality mm-hmm. is just the idea that, you know, a lot of us that live on the coasts forget there's a big chunk of the rest of the country in the middle of there. Yeah. Which I totally, totally get. And I'm also uh, a, not a victim, a perpetrator of that mentality sometimes. I always have to catch myself. Yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, there's other people. I forget. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, man. So in high school, so like, so in high school, you're playing football, doing all that stuff. And then senior year of high school rugby showed up into your life well so uh funny enough i i kind of grew up in a bit of a rugby family as well all my brothers played my dad played my mom actually even played two seasons she had to stop because she got pregnant with my oldest sibling oh my god okay Uh, (laughs) so yeah Yeah, it's literally in your blood yeah but uh i mean my brothers were giving me shit all the time like because i regrettably played lacrosse for a few years and uh i lacrosse was big when we were younger though yeah and it was it was fun and i enjoyed lacrosse is fun that lacrosse came out of nowhere because i just remember never hearing of it and then like all my friends were on the high school lacrosse team yeah (laughs) and uh i was like kind of getting bored with it and i was like this is the year rugby's happening and like my brothers were just making fun of me like all the time for playing lacrosse and i mean that wasn't the only reason and then once i started playing rugby i literally caught the itch and I was obsessed like now did you was it a school league or was it like so I played for a team called the Kansas City Junior Blues it's uh so the the way they break it up is their single school and multi-school team so it was okay. a multi-school team it was essentially a club of gotcha. sorts um and it was in affiliation with the men's team the Kansas City Blues okay um so I started playing for them and I initially had plans to go to K-State like Kansas State and um I was going to do a, like be a walk on for the football team and I had a roommate and everything. You and were, like, <laughs> so you were really into it. Yeah. And, um, and then I decided like midway through the summer, I was like, you know, I lost all this weight playing rugby. Like I'm getting fit. Like, I don't think I want to go back to like being a big lineman and have to gain weight again and have football be my life when I'm no, not even true. sure that I like it. Well, that that's the thing, especially being a lineman. It's almost like the same like discipline is being a sumo wrestler. It's yeah, like you exactly. need to be yeah. a you bigger dude just because you need the mass and you need that low center of gravity and like you just need to be so stable exactly. at all times. Exactly. That's like it is um that it's hard to, you know, every time you see like an offensive lineman retire, <laughs> they lose a ton of weight yeah, exactly. so quickly. Exactly. <laughs> just because they don't have to be, you know, eating 8,000 calories a day trying to stay that size. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, rugby had just really caught my eye. Like, I get to run with the ball. I get to tackle people. Like, totally. It's, I mean, everyone can do everything. So it's just, like, way more attractive to me. Yeah, whereas in football, you're kind of, this is your role. This is what exactly. you do. Not only that, you're not eligible to get the ball unless there's, yeah. like, a fumble or yeah, something. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> they it's can't like, even, like, sneak one dump to you. You're an ineligible receiver. You yeah. can't do it. Exactly. So it, it, that all just made it a lot more appealing to me and yeah I mean like I said once I caught the itch I never looked back and I mean here I am still still playing to this day obviously. exactly so you so 
So did you still go to Kansas State? To no, play? no. So I stayed okay. at a local university in Kansas City and started playing for the men's team, the Kansas the City Blues. Blues. Yeah, nice. Yeah, and it was. I mean, it was a great experience, and it was kind of interesting being like an eighteen-year-old kid, like playing with all these grown men. But yeah, it was like, I mean, it was like people always talk about like in rugby, like it's a brotherhood, like any like you can meet anyone all around the world and. If you both played rugby, like you're guaranteed going to be friends with that person yeah. much easier than you would any other way. Like, oh, you played rugby too? Like, what position? Oh, that's awesome. Like, where'd you play? Like, some and sometimes you even like, oh, do you know this guy? And like, it turns out you have a mutual friend, or like they played on a select side together. I mean, Dude, and you're on, you're in the right business now that we're doing that because especially you and me like doing broad modeling. There's so few of us that yeah. everyone knows everybody. <laughs> yeah. We talk like it's. And we're our own little brotherhood slowly forming. Of course. Um, so what happened? So now you play for Rugby United New York. Yeah. Which is our professional team yes, in sir. New York. So how did that happen? Um, well, so I was playing for the Blues in Kansas City. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll start, for I guess, from the beginning. No, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I was playing for the Blues in Kansas City. Uh, I uh, had a, We had a long season, like 14 games in a row. I was one of the only players on the team that played – every minute of every game Jesus and I ended the season as our team's captain hell yeah and I had been in conversation with the professional team down in New Orleans the New Orleans gold and um they had like wanted me to come down and play for them and everything and um so I went down there was playing and um like it's kind of funny playing for them is how I was like discovered if you will okay uh, for, for modeling in general that's awesome yeah it was super random I like I got a phone call one day from a guy who's loosely affiliated with the club and he's like hey this guy contacted me he's a casting director from New York uh he's casting some jobs for Express and they need uh bigger and taller guys like uh if you guys could take like these photos like fro- left profile right profile profile front back like yeah, yeah, headshot yeah. whatever uh and tell your sizes in these uh like in these garments and they'll get back to you if they're interested and then i got a call from the casting director himself is david uh, milosevic he oh yeah 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 he's the one who introduced me to img eventually but uh awesome. he called me he's like yep they're gonna send you some clothes uh they want you to do the same photos with their clothes with, on. with yeah. their clothes and if uh if they fit you'll hear from them and then I, I, so they sent me a suit and a pair of jeans and I was like, Oh, like, this is awesome. And they fit perfectly. So I got pretty lucky. Great. And, um, like five or six weeks went by. I was like, Oh, like whatever. Chalked it up as a loss. Like, that's cool. I got some free clothes out of it. Yeah. And then I woke up to a text like, Hey, they uh, want you to come out to Columbus, Ohio to do a photo shoot. Like they'll fly you out, put you up. This is the rate, whatever. And I yeah. was like, yeah, cool. Let's do no, it. I absolutely. Mean, hopefully these people can't notice that I'm not a model like (laughs) I know know. and I'm like on set my first day like uh so any and all pointers are welcome uh that's how you do it I was like can the other guy go first and I'll just watch him before I do my first one yeah yeah just a little bit we alternate like changing outfits and stuff for them totally and I mean it everyone's super nice and super helpful and I was able to follow directions well, so that worked out nicely. That's a 90% of modeling. It's like I did the same yeah. thing when I when my first gigs for Target was just me going, "Hey, I have no idea what I'm doing." So just like, but I'm a quick learner. You guys tell me yeah. what to do and I'll take direction well and I'll exactly. just we'll figure it out. And then I mean, you know, now 4 years later, that's <laughs> just how your career is born is just taking pointers from every single other. Yeah. There's no like, I mean, there are some modeling schools but especially not for big guys we weren't even models until 
fucking you know two years ago so it's kind of like there's we can only learn through experience yeah that's the best way to get it done definitely and then um like amidst doing i did uh two shoots for express Mm -hmm. and uh then i like was in contact with the new york athletic club rugby team up here in new york uh, because they needed guys that play my position and um so when I was talking to David about uh, my next shoot with Express, I was like, hey, you live in New York, right? And he's like, yeah, yeah. And I was like, well, I'm about to move there to play rugby. And if any other <laughs> stuff like this comes across your desk, like I'm more than interested. Yeah. Um, and he's like, yeah, like that sounds great. Let's meet for a coffee. We'll talk, whatever. Um, and he had a few different plans of like what he was going to do with me or like what he thought was the best route for me. And eventually he decided that uh, he wanted to introduce me to IMG. Hell yeah. And um, so he got me a meeting with them and I met with Josh and Mario and Gina and hell yeah, everyone. And they, I mean, they were super nice. And it, I mean, the meeting went well, obviously. And now yeah, I'm obviously signed with IMG. Signed with IMG. Um, and I mean, it, it all happened like kind of not overnight, but like out of nowhere, really. It's like I go from being this like amateur model to signing with the biggest modeling agency in the world. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> dude, your, your, your story with the exception of, uh, your supreme athleticism <laughs> mirrors my story so much, but that's like, it's kind of, that's kind of like the new story of how like our industry is being born. Yeah. It, and, and the reason you're having kind of like such success with it now is that, openness and ability to just kind of go with the flow like yeah i'll do this right now okay we yeah. want you to sign now cool that yeah. sounds good yeah or like yeah. when you get those calls like hey uh they want you for a casting today can you be there in 20 minutes uh, yes yeah sure yeah, yeah. i'll find no. a way all the time i've gotten calls from them where they're like where i've, I've been like you know had a late night still kind of hanging out in bed and at 10 a.m and i get a phone call and they're like oh hey zach how's it going it's like cool and like yeah you remember that job i'm like yeah i remember it uh, well, you got it. And I was like, oh, cool. When am I going? And they're like, well, your flight's at one. You're, and I'm like, oh, it's 10 now. They're like, yeah, you better fucking get dressed. Go. <laughs> they're, like, they're like, oh shit. Okay, go. I'll go. <laughs> yeah. Just, and that's, that's another, that's also the biggest piece of advice I can give is you cannot in our careers, especially like with this industry being new mm-hmm. and us being new i might have been the first guy i still have only been doing this for like three and a half four years is like you have to say yes to everything that shows yeah. up because you never know all my jobs come from i did another job and you know yeah. someone on that job worked a different job recommended me blah 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 and that's how this is the is <laughs> just the bit the openness to work constantly yeah. is going to be your biggest friend in the modeling world. Yeah, it's a, uh, I mean, it's already been a pretty interesting ride. And, yeah. And I mean, I'm, I'm definitely holding on and seeing where it goes. Hell yeah, man. Well, you're holding on great. Yeah. So you're doing well. So you've been working. So Express is one of the folks that you've been working with a lot. Uh, yeah, I did my first two with them. Hell yeah. And then uh, I've been working with Target and Amazon slash Zappos. Yeah, yeah. That's fucking awesome, man. Yeah. So how is it like let's get into like the whole, cause one of the reasons, one of the things I like about doing this like new up and comer segment mm-hmm. is just giving advice and talking about, and like, you know, sharing experiences, making sure you and I can both be better at this whole model sure, thing for, for sure. doing it. So, um, you know, how's it, are you, have you been 
so you obviously, you know, the first time you went out, you're like, guys, any and all pointers. Are you starting to kind of find your rhythm, do you think? Uh, yeah, I would say so. I mean, it, it's it's also interesting just, like, shooting with different brands and, like, what they want and what they expect. Like Totally different. With some brands, yeah. you're a little more posed and you're not really moving very much. With other ones, they're like, hey, do your thing. Like, we're going to get the photos we get. Yeah. Like, we might give you a little direction, but, like, a lot of it's on you. And I mean, Exactly. It's just, I mean, it's... It definitely gets easier for sure. I mean, no, and, you, and you get more confident in what you're doing and it's practice. I mean, it's the same as everything else. You can't take several thousand photos and not get better at yeah, having your photo taken. Exactly. And it's, Cause you're literally, you're literally having several thousand shot of you every single day. Yeah. And out of that, they'll pick a couple hundred. <laughs> like there's yeah. so many photos being taken. Yeah. That since they now have digital photography, they don't have to worry about getting the shot. With no, film exactly. Like, no, where it used to be so much harder and like, Oh, we're going to run out of film. Now they're like, yeah, I'll take 50,000 shots and then I'll submit two. We'll figure this out. <laughs> so <laughs> it works out even, even better. Have you done mostly studio stuff? Have you done any like on location stuff or uh, anything? No, no, it's all been in studio. Studio I, is I, like test photo shoots, I guess are the only other thing I've had that aren't in the studio, but I mean, yeah, but studio is that's that's bread and butter. That's what you're going to be doing 99% of the time yeah. is standing on one of those white sheets of paper, which people don't realize in that. You're li we're literally standing on just giant pieces of paper. All mm -hmm. those beautiful backdrops is just a giant roll of construction paper that they mm -hmm. take down and put at an angle so it doesn't reflect shadows back at you. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, have you, what about like poses and whatnot? Have you started to find like little... Little signature things uh, a you little do. bit it's so funny i mean like i never knew that there could be so many varying levels of smiling oh like, i know people are like oh you're too happy oh could you be less happy or like but you can't stop oh, yeah. smiling because you yeah. need to be approachable yeah like, exactly yeah, give us that little smirk or like all right you're kind of angry look through the camera like <laughs> no, i know i know it's one of those things where i always recommend if you can let them do it um, is if they can, cause they have, you know, the monitor that the stylist and the hair and makeup people are yeah. watching to make sure if they let you angle that so you can see it. Some people don't want to do that. Some people, no, for some I know. Reason, sometimes they have blinders on them. I'm like, like I need to see that. I know like, exactly. And I try to explain to people cause I think what they're worried about is that you're going to get too in your head and like yeah. self-conscious about like, you know, seeing yourself and whatnot and like, Oh, it's going to throw them off. But it's like, it's the exact opposite. It's kind of like, especially you being an athlete, it mm -hmm. kind of comes from the old things of like watching tape before practice yeah, is exactly. you're like, no, no, no. If I see what I did, I can make instant corrections. Yeah. I know exactly what happened. And it's like more in real time. So it's literally like you can make on the spot adjustments. And, and that's the like, thing. It's like, cause I'm like, I'm not sitting here staring at the monitor. I'm getting the quickest glance to just be like, what does that look like? Yeah. Okay. That sucks. Like, I'm not going to do that again. It's, it's, it's so interesting. Like as far as like having your picture taken and stuff, it's like there's positions where it looks better for the camera. It might feel awkward totally. for you. But like, and like, it's easier to get those directions when how often when they're doing like back shots. How often are you told to stick your butt out? Like, uh, <laughs> here and there. I mean, honestly, me, I feel like it depends on the pants. For me, I'm like that's what it like as far as like standing ways for pictures that don't. I'm always like half bent over, sticking out my ass just to like <laughs> to get the like the shape that they want. It's always it's true. It's it what 
what's hard about modeling is you need to look as natural as possible at doing something entirely unnatural. Exactly. <laughs> like it exactly. is so weird. You wouldn't stand this way. You wouldn't do this way, but you kind of have to like, think about it. How many f- pictures are you taking where you're like adjusting the cuff on your shirt? Have you ever just sat around no, adjusting never, the cuff? Yeah, exactly. exactly. You're not doing that. I mean, another thing that's kind of funny, like you're always told like, a, like have good posture, stand up straight, but it's like on set a lot of times they're like, roll your shoulders forward. You're like, you're sticking your chest out too much. I'm like, this is my normal posture. No, like, exactly. I, I'm proud of having good posture. No, like, I know. And they're and like, yeah, less chest, less chest. Yeah, no, like, they do want you to kind of like, they good posture. What, what they almost mean like what looks like good posture on the camera. Exactly. Cause real good posture looks like you're like falling backwards on camera. Yeah. So you're kind of always like leaning into the camera in some way, shape or form. Exactly. Like when you're taking back shots, you're like rolling your shoulders forward to like have a broader back, but you're also doing it like when you're in front. So you aren't like so barrel chested and yeah. out there. It's so weird. <laughs> being a taller person, my, uh, my number one cue is always chin down, chin down. Yep. Like always chin, chin down. down I'm out. always like yeah. looking down, <laughs> but it's like, it's kind of funny. Like if you like, cause I'm a standing normally, it's like, from their angle, it looks like you're just looking down on like whomever is taking your photo yeah. with your chin up. So oh, it's yeah. like you have to. I'm always amazed how many photographers, especially shooting guys our height, are starting at such low angles. They're yeah. always like two feet off the ground. They're like, all right, here we go. I'm like, yeah. I'm like you don't need to make me look any bigger. I yeah. promise. Exactly. You, can take it, you take it straight on and I'll still look perfectly normal. Yeah, I've had I've had a few where the photographers hop up on Apple boxes so oh, they yeah. can just get more level. For me, it's always the hair and makeup person. They're always like yeah. just dragging an Apple box on set yeah. so they can reach the top. Or I got real good at like the making my legs go out and like kind of squatting down. I'm like, do yeah. what you got to do. I'll stand up when we're done. Yep. Oh man. They, um, so as far as going, are you, um, cause you shoot fairly often. That's a good thing too. I mean, like knock on all the woods. You're, you're, you're I've been, I've been lucky. Uh, I mean, I've just been getting consistent jobs with those couple brands and And that's what's important, man. I mean, yeah, I, as I, as I always say to Josh, I'm like, just want to keep the ball rolling, you know, keep, Keep it going in. Same thing. He's so, I, he's told me several times. So for those who don't know, Josh Stevens is our manager at IMG. He's the reason this whole industry exists. Yeah. Like it, if it wasn't for Ivan Bart, president of IMG Models, and Josh Stevens creating this whole fucking world, there was no way any of us would have jobs. And with with Josh, you can always tell he always loves working with us because. Us, we all remember what it was like to work for a living. I think that's the big difference between big and tall models and a lot of like the younger models, especially straight size models. A lot of these guys started when they were like 15 years old. So yeah. they never had to work. They never yeah. had to do it. They started making thousands of dollars a day at 16 years old. So they don't understand. I had one guy, I was working for one client and they were talking uh, about the guy before me, like the guy who shot the day before, who was mm-hmm. a straight size model. And they said that he said that he didn't like to take back shots. He didn't want to, cause you know, when you're taking product shots, especially e-com, you do front and back. So the customer knows what the back looks like when mm-hmm. they're shopping and it was for pants. And he apparently said that he, he grumbled every time he had to do a back shot and he goes, I hate back shots. I don't do back shots. They're dehumanizing. And I'm like, what? Wow. 
the fuck do you mean they're dehumanizing? <laughs> what do you like? You, you know how much you were getting paid? Like for me, the smell of stale beer and fresh cut grass are too fresh in my nose. Still, <laughs> I was, I was doing, I was bartending and landscaping before this, so yeah. I was like, no, this is so much better. I, I mean, I, I still even work a security job from time to time. Hell so, I yeah, mean, it's like, no, exactly. Especially in a city like this, like. You got to always be hustling and find no. a way and especially it's so expensive. How much how much of a, a a sticker shock has the prices here versus the prices in Kansas City been uh, to you? It's absolutely night and day. Like it's, when I went home for Christmas and I like I was getting around for my friends, there I ordered four drinks and they were like, "Yep, that'll be $20." And I'm like, "What?" Yeah, what in, do you mean? in New York that's like one and a half drinks. Like, exactly. And it's just it's I remember bartending and this guy from Detroit was there and he ordered a Jack and Coke and I put it down and I said, all right, that'll be 12 bucks. He's like, what? And I'm like, yeah, that'll be $12. He goes, yeah. no, nah, man, no, nah, I'm from Detroit. That's a $4 drink right there. I said, well, in New York, it's a $12 drink. I don't yeah. know what the fuck to tell you. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's definitely different, but I mean, everybody pays it so they get away with it. Exactly. <laughs> Dude, that's how, yeah, for me, what amazes me is cigarettes. Like whenever I go to another state, um, I was even just in California where they hate cigarettes. We're in LA and I'm looking and I'm like, I don't smoke cigarette. I used to smoke. So I think that's why I noticed like yeah. I, I quit smoking a while ago, but, um, because of that, I'm always like looking at what the prices were because when I quit in New York city, I think it had just gone over $10 a pack of cigarettes. Mm -hmm. Now it's $14 a pack of cigarettes. And I go to other States and it says like, like my wife's from Georgia and I go there and they're like, yeah, this one's four twenty five. I was yeah, like, holy shit. <laughs> I mean, it's it's honestly like a similar scale to even just judging gas prices, you know? Yeah. It's, like, it's yeah, every time I go back to Georgia, I'm just like, wow, gas is way cheaper here. Everything's cheaper. Yeah. It's so, it, it's one of those things that in order to live in New York, we have to make, I always say if I make what I made modeling and lived in middle Georgia with my in-laws, I would be like the king of that town. I would just like, I, it would it would be nice. <laughs> but in New York, I can just pay my bills. I'm like right at that level where I'm like, ah, all my bills are paid. <laughs> Debt collectors stopped calling me. Other than that, <laughs> that's like my level of success. I see other people, you know, going on vacation, what things, and I'm like, I don't know how you think you're gonna do that because my rent is crazy. <laughs> Oh, it's a weird, definitely a weird jump. It is definitely different, but I mean, you just, it's kind of one of those things you roll with the punches. Yeah. I mean, to be in this business, this is where we have to be. Well, yeah. And like, I mean, that's plain and simple. I, I've definitely noticed that. And I think that could maybe have a bit of a factor on like some of my consistencies. I'm in their backyard. No, you know, like dude, I mean, and which I'm, is so smart of you because the only reason I that my career grew the way it did is because I was here. If I was anywhere yeah. else and like trying to commute in or do something like there was no possible way. Yeah. It's, you know, it's 7 PM. They're like, you do this job tomorrow at 8 AM. Fuck yeah. No, exactly. Right exactly. Yeah. And it's like, or like sometimes, uh, I'll get like an email like, Oh, here's your confirmation for the shoot tomorrow. I'm like, Oh, I have a shoot tomorrow. Well, that's <laughs> that good. happens yeah. all the yeah. time. Good, good thing. I'm, I'm free. Like <laughs> all the time, constantly. It's amazing how much were there. They, yeah. No discussion, no anything. You'll just get a call sheet, and they're like, "Have fun tomorrow." I'm like, "Oh!" And I turn to my wife. I'm like, "I guess, uh, guess I'm working tomorrow. <laughs> Can you uh, do that? <laughs> Can you take the dog to the vet? I was gonna, but I guess yeah. that's your job now." <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, it's tough. The, the, has it been grinded on you a little bit, The that whole inconsistency of it? I mean, like anything, you, you want it to be consistent. You want yeah. it to be scheduled out and have, like, a proper, like, schedule, like, I mean, I would love to get an email on Monday, like, all right, this is the castings you're going uh, to. This is the shoots you have this week. Yeah. You're like, but I mean, it, it's just not how it is. And no, it's I just mean, the indus- uh, the whole industry is so last minute. Yeah, like, I mean, I'm fortunate enough to, like, that one of my jobs is rugby. Yeah. And my other job is, like, rugby affiliated because my boss is one of my coaches as well. Um, so At IMG? No, 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 for with rugby. Oh, okay. No, sorry. I was gonna say. I was no. like, I was like, wait, what? No, I was no, like, no, who no. at IMG is your rugby coach? No, no, like, yeah. Uh, that, so like, it, yeah. No, but, no, uh, yeah, totally, totally. But so because like, I mean, I have obligations for rugby. Um, yeah. Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, most every week, like weights in the morning, totally. field session at night. But I mean, I have a window in the middle of the day where I can go to castings or do podcasts uh, or do podcasts <laughs> exactly. Or uh, I mean. It, it it works like it works. I mean, yeah. I'm able to to balance the two, and it's cool to obviously still be doing something I love, playing rugby. Absolutely. And man. I mean, exploring this new industry that dude is uh, living the dream. You're on. I mean, am I? You're you're literally on like the birthplace of this industry. Like in 30 years from now, they're gonna be looking back at Zach Miko and Matt Workin and Hunter Westfall and Namar Parchment and all of us guys and be like, and these were the first, and this is the reason we all have jobs now. It's fucking crazy. Yeah, it's I mean, really weird to think about. I I I definitely feel incredibly fortunate that I uh, was able to be amongst this. And yeah, I mean, and, and just I mean, you gotta keep trucking because i i even get frustrated because i you know my whole rule is i never say no to anything just because you don't know which opportunity is going to lead to that other big opportunity yeah that makes sense. and like you'll be talking to people and you'll find out stuff like oh you're here at this giant job because i saw you at zappos or something like that yeah and you're just like oh man i was really sick that day i almost said no and yeah you're just like yeah. i felt terrible i almost i didn't want to do that but you never know which so you have to be there for like every opportunity you yeah. have to want and i always think about it is i'm really tired and i don't like sometimes i'm like i don't want to do this i'm tired i'm tired of not having any time to my like to plan anything i'm tired of not never knowing if i'm getting paid or not i'm tired of never knowing if i have work or not yeah and then i have to think to myself i'm like there's a thousand dudes who would fucking jump to have my spot in a million years if, I, if i'm like oh, i don't want to do this anymore a thousand people will be like i'll do everything he did and i'll do it for half the pay and more and yeah like, no it's it's kind of funny i have like a, a saying that i would often say to myself or one of my good buddies back in kansas city would say to me be like well yeah like man i really don't want to wake up this morning and go to the gym or go for a run it's like well a lot of people don't want to do that but a lot of those people also don't want to be professional rugby players so, exactly you know, man it's the same thing with modeling. Like I have these amazing opportunities Yeah. and if I were to fall lazy or like not be dedicated to it, like, like you're saying, there's tons yeah. of people that the would, second you let up, like, it could all go away. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, you so just gotta keep doing it and it's worth, it's so worth it. That's the thing. It's so worth it. It's just, it's tough. Have you had, <laughs> have you canceled a, va- a trip or a vacation yet? That's the true. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 saw, I mean, I'm still new enough that, that, still hasn't, that hasn't really uh, occurred. That's been me every, so Josh and I always say, I'm like, if you ever worried about not working, like you have a dry spell, cause you know, it happens every now and then 
for example, this week, I, from what I understand, I don't think I'm working at all this week. Mm-hmm. Now, I didn't think I was working last week either, but then I did. <laughs> so it's like, you know, everything's last minute. But if you're ever worried about not working, book a trip, book a vacation, and you will 100% work every single day that you booked. <laughs> it is amazing to me. The second, like, I have this thing where I'm trying to go see some friends this weekend who just moved to Orlando. I haven't mentioned that to Josh. I haven't mentioned that to anyone because I know as soon as I put it on the books that I want those days off, I'm going to work those days. So now I'm like trying to plan it out. I'm like, maybe if I just stay quiet, I'll never work those days. (laughs) I could just go and do it. But it's like every vacation I've ever planned since I started modeling, everything, I've worked every single one of them. And I've, and one time, I didn't. One time I was like, no, I can't cancel this. I'm not taking the, I, I am taking the time off. Uh, one of my best friends was getting married and we were taking him on a bachelor trip we had planned. We were mm-hmm. going on a, just like a mini road trip. We went to Cooperstown, New York, to see the Baseball Hall of Fame. And then we went to Niagara Falls in Toronto, just like a little fun, mm-hmm. you know, northern trip. And, but I was the driver okay. and we were using my car. If I canceled, the trip was canceled. So yeah. I was like, no, guys, I cannot do it. I absolutely cannot. I, I, I just, I, I, I can't work this week no matter what. I got four job offers that week. Jeez. Said no to three of them. Um, <laughs> two of them have never called me again. I was a consistent guy of theirs. Two of them I've never worked with again because I said no to them one time. Wow. And then the fourth one was we got a, I got a, it was Express actually I got a call to work for Express while I was out there and I was like I'm not turning down four fucking jobs for this so yeah. I told I remember telling them and I was just like this might sound stupid but is there any way I'm in Toronto at the moment you guys can fly me in and out in Toronto on the same day and I'll work and they went yeah we can do that and I was yeah. like fuck yeah <laughs> so even then they went off and like partied in Toronto and I was like guys I'm going to work I can't say no to all of these jobs this yeah. is crazy it's you'll last fall I, ch- I asked for three days off for the whole like four months not like in a row three individual days right like one in October one in November and like one at the top of December I worked every single one of those days Jeez, <laughs> it's some it's but again, it's back to that thing. I'm like, there's so many people willing to do this. You need yeah. to just keep going. Yeah, exactly. And now you're making in a day. Like I, I make in a day what I used to make in a month. Like it's fucking crazy. Yeah. You know, I was working for $10 an hour, but it's still, it's like that's so not far away to like remember that. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. It's super, but it's a good, I mean, it's, 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 I wouldn't rather I can't think of a business I'd rather be in just because everything is so new. And so like we're writing our own history with this man. Yeah. It's, it's so crazy. Have you had, um, have you been having, how the clothes been fitting? I was like, Uh, well, you know, it varies. Uh, I mean, sometimes they fit perfectly. Yeah. Uh, other times I have like, 12 clips on the back of the pants that I'm wearing that are eight sizes too big, you know, like always it, uh, it definitely varies. Uh, my, I always say my claim to fame is, uh, when I first shot with express, I had two suits, no clips, nice. two of the suits, no clips, no nothing. Like, and I was like, that's, that's pretty big. Yeah. And, and I don't know. I mean, for me, I have the, the opposite. I always get them shredded. I'm always just for me. It's I get the cut up the back. Oh, really? It's like, here you go. <laughs> and it's always, and I, you know, 
some people get like discouraged. That's why I asked. I was like, some people get discouraged about that. And I'm like, what people don't realize is the samples you get to shoot with aren't what they're actually selling. Yeah. It is just what they ordered from the factory that the guy whipped up in two seconds and they never pay attention to what sizes you request or anything. Yeah. It's always nuts. Yeah. It's uh, it's definitely interesting. I mean, and there's certain stuff where like they have so many clips or it's so yeah. big or it'll look strange if you move like, all right, when you go on set, like don't even breathe. Yeah. Like, you're a mannequin like, like, dude. Yeah. I mean, it's, 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 it's the way it is. In a way, we're selling lies sometimes, but we're almost selling. I always say that we're selling lies in good faith. <laughs> I always be like, listen, I'm, I have parts are clipped, parts are cut, <laughs> parts are stitched back together, but I'm taking the good faith that the company will fix all of this. Yeah, so I'm just going to take the photo of what it's supposed to look like. Yeah, exactly. And then you'll get the purchase. Of, of that and <laughs> not to mention they also have the luxury of trying things on yeah so no exactly you can <laughs> try it's things. like it's this is how it's supposed to look so you find the one that looks like this on you have you had <laughs> it where the complete wrong size has shown up yet oh yeah oh yeah dude do they still make you go through with it uh sometimes i mean it really depends like there's sometimes where it's like a pattern on a shirt just like simply can't be like blended or whatever so yeah. it's just like there's nothing you there's, can do yeah there's no way but like I mean, there. So I'm like a 38 inch waist, yeah. and uh, there was a day I showed up and they had 48 inch waisted pants, and I was like, "Well, these I can slip these on without even unbuttoning them." Yeah, like, no, exactly. And like, there was even a couple of them we couldn't shoot because like the pockets were on the sides of my hips instead of like <laughs> being in the front where they belong. So I mean, it's, I mean, it's interesting the that like there's adversity like that that you face, which no. I mean, it's not like. Too no, it's not the but for it's me, like, it's always the opposite. My first day shooting with Target, um, so I wear like a double XL T-shirt or an XL tall if they make XL tall. Yeah, but like four people make XL tall, so I always just buy double XL because fair. I'm similar to that because it's like I'm like yeah I'm the in between where it's like let me just get the double XL, um, and so I normally wear a double XL my first day of ever shooting Target. Every single T-shirt showed up medium. <laughs> and I was like, oh, like every shirt, everything showed up medium. And it was my first shoot ever with them. So I was just like, oh, I guess we're done. I guess we're not doing this. What weird was was weird is all the pants showed up the right size because I have like a 40 or a 42 and like a 40 showed up. So like all the pants were the correct size, but all the shirts were mediums. And I'm just like, the person who was pulling this together, what pear-shaped man did they think yeah. was walking in <laughs> the door? But I was like, oh, we're definitely not going to do this. And I, you know, told the stylist, I'm like, these are all like crazy. I haven't been a medium since I was 10. Like I have no, like, yeah, 10 years old. I was a men's medium. I don't know. Like this is never going to work. And I was like, so I guess we're not doing this. And she goes, oh no, we're shooting all of these. We are. And it was like the craziest. I had the stylist and her assistant literally like climbing me and like pulling, just doing everything they could to stretch the t-shirt as far as they possibly (laughs) could. And then like after a while, just giving up and every single one was cut up the back and pinned in place. It was like a smock. It wasn't even like, Oh, I have a little slit to help like the shoulders breathe. It's like, no, there was no back, not like a slit up the back. There just wasn't a back. And they were like, taping it in place to like my love handle so it looked like it was sitting on it was the craziest thing i've ever done yeah that sounds wild and people don't realize that because they're like oh no if it shows up the wrong size like we're still shooting we have to get everything 
is on a deadline. Yeah. It's one of the reasons we're booked so last minute is because everything just fell into place. You and I, the models, we're the last piece of the puzzle they throw into it. (laughs) They have to get all the clothes, everything, blah, blah, blah. And then like, even for like you and me, we'll get booked based on what sizes showed up. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. They're like, oh, oh, okay, we do have a double XL. I'll get this. Or like, oh, no, we only have XL. I'm going to call Matt in. We're going to do this. Like, they're just waiting to see what shows up and who could fit into it. Yeah. Like, it's a weird industry, definitely. Oh, man. What are your hopes as far as modeling goes? Like, pie in the sky. Uh, What What are some big landmarks you have for it? I mean, one thing definitely, I mean, trying to grow my social media presence, I definitely would like to, to get my, uh, my Instagram followers up and, uh, I hate social media so much. Man. Yeah, I know it's, uh, it's kind of it's, become a pretty it's, important part of our industry though. It's the whole industry. Yeah. Exactly. I'll tell you right now that people will look at your, like your Instagram becomes your portfolio. Yeah. Which is like, I feel bad. And I always have to remind, even myself, I have to remind that the other day I posted a picture of me and a couple other guys. Uh, for one, I love the picture and I was planning on posting it another time, but I realized that for two days, my top picture on my thing was me like in like dressed as a koala. And I was like, Oh, I'm never going to get any jobs. <laughs> I, need to, I need to put some better pictures up really quickly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, back to, back to your question, I guess. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, it's like the same thing. I keep relating everything to rugby, but, uh, it's like, uh, it's like, what I say with rugby, you know, like I, I intend to play rugby as long as I physically possibly can at the highest level I physically possibly can. I'm currently playing at the highest level in the United States, absolutely, with man. United New York. Yeah. And so, I mean, that's amazing. And I'm going to continue riding that wave. And I mean, I'm really at the beginning of my modeling journey. So, I mean, definitely, uh, at this point, like the sky's the limit, you know, like it's, it's kind of funny. Like when I'm talking with other models and stuff, they're like, Oh, you're new. Like you still have all these hopes and dreams. Like <laughs> until, I the, know. until the industry crashes down upon you or whatever, you know, but like, I mean, obviously it'd be cool to make it to, I mean, sh- shoot at this point, I'd, I'd definitely like to be anywhere in the same conversation as where you're at with model. Oh, you like, already are, man. So don't <laughs> worry. You might not think you are, you're already there. So I, don't worry. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. But I mean, like, it would it would be cool to I mean just see how far it goes you know yeah as, a, as I said on a post the other day I'm just riding this wave you know we still have a lot of firsts in our industry yeah like that's something to remember that is exciting about what we're doing so many things haven't happened yet yeah like there's so many like none of us have been on the cover of like a major you know publication or something like yeah. that it's like it's still sort of getting there which is awesome to yeah. the, like uh none of us have had a times square billboard yet or anything yeah. like that for me that's my next goal because okay. i set my you know you set different things and that's one of mine i'm like man if i could go to times square and see myself i would flip out you just reminded me of a goal of mine actually what so uh i ride the subway a lot here in new oh, york yeah. as many new yorkers do um and I like look up at just like, even just for like uh, a pharmaceutical or uh, a random like talent agency or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And they have the little like advertisements inside the subway. I'm like, man, I want to be on one of those sometimes. I mean, it's just because it's kind of funny, you know, because it's like. It's you what s- matter. Yeah. And man. they're everywhere. And like, it, I don't know. It's just, I feel like that's maybe it's a bit of a status symbol. Maybe it's just kind of cool. It's, but it's, like, it's a benchmark for us. Like, yeah. I think what's important for like 
even people like you and me mentally to grow our careers is like hitting these little benchmarks make you feel so much better. Like my new pie in the sky in my modeling dream is to get a Times Square billboard for something. I don't even care what it is for. I could be, I could be for the newest toothbrush. I don't give a (laughs) shit. I will just, I just want my, my Times Square billboard. But for a long time was I wanted to see myself in a store window. Yeah. And like that was my big thing. And when that happened, it was fucking crazy. Yeah. I because mean, like for the first time I was just I like walking and I was like, holy shit, that's that's who I am. Yeah. And I'm just in this window. I'm that right guy. Now. What yeah. the hell? <laughs> yeah, I mean that's that's definitely uh, on my list of goals for sure. I mean I I, th- I still am at the point where I'm like, shoot, it's pretty cool that if you uh, happen to want to buy that one plaid Dude, shirt that yeah. I was wearing and you go to that company's website, there I am wearing it. Like, yeah. I mean, so it's, it's really, have you gotten, um, have friends and family started like finding you on the internet and whatnot and uh, sending you folks a little bit, pictures, a little bit. Yeah. Uh, it's definitely pretty funny. Like when I get like a Snapchat or an Instagram message or whatever, someone being like, so I was looking at suits the other day and you were wearing the one that I was looking at. (laughs) Yeah. I, I thought Zappos just sold shoes and I was looking at these clothes and you're an entire page on their website. I was like, yeah, like, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's a good, so it was a good day. I, I knew that I shoot it for them, but uh, I didn't, uh, that didn't well, realize. You know? I don't know why you just reminded me, but that's something also that's going to be interesting. You're going to take thousands upon thousands of photos, and you're going to see, like, none of them. I yeah. have shot so many times for people, and I've never seen... I've never seen it. I've never seen the work. I have yeah. no idea where it goes. They paid me, so they must be using it. Like, yeah. It's so weird. Like, I don't know why it works out that way, but only like certain jobs will trickle back down to me. And yeah. then I'm like, I'll never see something. Yeah, it's- I've worked for Dockers three times. I've never seen a Dockers picture of me. Interesting. I have no idea what it's being used for. It, I, I find it so funny, like uh, with some of the e-commerce stuff I do. Like, yeah. Like, well, I haven't seen any of these photos, but I wore a North Face jacket that was this size. Like, why don't I just go to their website and look for it? But then like, that's how I find it sometimes. And it's just <laughs> kind of funny. It's like, oh, like <laughs> you think of like specific items that you wore or whatever. You're like, oh, well. Yeah. Oh, these that's also going to be bad. your best way to shop. That's what, literally what I do. Everyone's like, oh, well, where do you buy clothes? I'm like, I buy clothes from the people I work for. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. Because I try to like, and I'll like make note as like we're shooting. I'm like, this fits real nice. Yeah, this is As I sit here in express jeans. No, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wearing bonobos like head to toe for the exact reason. Because yeah. I was like, I know all of this fits. So that's what I'm going to buy. Yeah, just exactly. Like, and it's also good. I'll just copy what the stylist has put together. I'll just buy that whole outfit. And I'm like, man, I look like I know how to dress now. I don't, but like, <laughs> yeah. but people think I do because I had a professional stylist do it for a shoot and I just bought exactly what it was. Exactly. Oh man. But it's, it's good. It's a good, it's a good way to shop. It's yeah. definitely easier than actually having to figure it out. Do you think that you've gotten to become a better dresser yet? Are you learning Um, that? I mean, maybe. At the same time, it's like sometimes the stuff that the way that they style you on set. If I wouldn't be able to take myself seriously if I looked like that in public, sometimes like you're like, oh, I'm just gonna do this little half tuck in my shirt. Half tucks are the biggest thing. Yeah, just like like, but you you it looks good in photos, but it's like, that's the thing is us. I think being bigger dudes, bigger models especially is we still for the no one sees us you know walking down the street and go i bet that guy's a model like people don't look at us in that way so like when 
when like a big supermodel like Shanina Shakes walking down the street and she's fully stylized, everyone's like, well, she's a supermodel. Of course, that's why she looks that way. Yeah. Or even like, you know, uh, even the plus girls who are like bigger, like Tara Lynn and Ashley Graham, like they're walking down. I'm like, of course they look spectacular, yeah. fully stylized. People don't expect that from us yet. So it's like us doing the little styling tricks sometimes. Yeah. It feels super fake. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, ah, people think I'm weird now, yeah. but it's it's all about like learning to own it and learning because it does look good but it does it's kind of like <laughs> us being we almost like don't want people to take us too seriously yeah. they're like look at this guy why is he trying so hard yeah, it's, like, it's kind of funny i've like been making a joke i'm like hey don't tell any of these people i'm not a model <laughs> <laughs> it's funny that's really good uh have you had any I think one of my favorite things when people start recognizing you plays, have you ever had any like high school people come out of the woodwork yet? Uh, a little bit. I mean, like when I posted like one of my first like uh, photos from my portfolio on my Instagram, like I received a lot more traction than I have on like any other post. I feel yeah, like, yeah. and it's like, it's kind of funny. Like, um, like just like some of the, like, I mean, even just like some of the girls who come out of the woodwork are like, Oh, I remember when you, uh, you used to ghost me, but uh, now you're DMing me or you're like coming oh, down the post. And it's, some it's, of that it's, stuff, yeah. man. That's always interesting. But then at the same time, it's like also I have like, uh, like male friends who will be like, hey, man, like what you're doing is so awesome. It's so inspirational. Like how do I do that? Like, <laughs> like yeah, yeah, yeah. are they like, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to model now. Or like that's going to be the biggest question you get is like because you and I are like every man type of thing. Every single person comes up to us. They're like, well, if, if Zach and Matt are doing it, we could totally do yeah, this. Yeah. And the sad part is I don't want to tell them that they're right. <laughs> so I'm just like, oh, it's difficult. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, you totally could have done this, but sh- 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 yeah. shut up. I got the job. It's like, also, it, I mean, it's kind of funny too. They're like, someone will be like, oh, like, hey, let, let me know if they want like a, a five, six kind of chubby cute, but I'm cute though. Like, <laughs> like uh, all right, man, I got you. Like, no, that's the big that you're going to have so many people asking you how to be a model. Yeah. And one of the things, like you always have to kind of have like your answers ready just because you're going to get that question as time goes on more than anything else. Your I'm DMs sure. are going to start filling up with dudes being like, hey, like your stuff on Express. I'm interested in being a model. Can you give me advice? Can you mentor me? Can you introduce me to your agent? And I always do the same way where I'm like, I'll give you advice. I'll, I'll happily give you advice. I'm not mentoring you because I don't know you yet, yeah. like, but I'll give you advice. I'm happy to do that. And I'm not introducing you to my agent because I don't introduce anybody to my agent yeah. because for just because I'm like, that's, that's, that's me putting my word on you and yeah. I don't know you. Exactly. I'm not giving you, I'm not giving the biggest agency in the world, my word that this guy's great when I have no, I've recommended two people to IMG in my life Yeah, just because it's the same thing. I'm like, I have to believe in you so, because it's our reputations too. Yeah. Like you gotta be careful. So advice I always tell people, it's always good. Number one thing, every single guy that message, not every single guy, but most of the guys that messages message me on Instagram asking to become a model and how do they do it? And can I help them? Blah, blah. Message me from private Instagram accounts. And I'm like, okay, for number one, you can't have a private account. You're literally Instagram's a public platform. If no one, I got discovered on Instagram, Ivan Bart reached out to me, DM'd me on Instagram is how I got my first meeting. That's crazy. And if I had a private account, he wouldn't have found it. 
or if you did find it, he's not going to request to follow me. People always do that. And they're like, well, yeah, but they can follow me. They just have to request. Why am I requesting to follow you? I don't know you. I don't know if I want to follow you. Maybe if your things are public and I look and I like your posts, then I'll follow you. And then I'll do that stuff. So it's amazing how many people think that. I'm like, Instagram is going to be the only way people find you. Or like people, or just modeling in general. Like, we need pictures of you. That's how this all works. So I always tell all the guys, I'm just like, first things first, you need to make your Instagram public because that's all that, that's how people are going to find you. And the other thing is take pictures of yourself. All these guys are reaching out. All their Instagram is covered to like pictures of football and pictures of a cool sunset they saw, which is fun, but it's just like, they're looking for you. Like you can't become a model if people don't know what you look like. That's your whole job is to be looked at and to be judged on everything about you, which is weird. It's, it's super it's definitely weird. It's super, super strange. Every now and then I feel like the stylist or someone will make a comment and you're just kind of like, ah, oh, that hurt the old part of me. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny though. Cause it's like the other side of the coin is like, if you start like buying into it, it's like, oh, this guy's a cocky asshole. Like, you know? Know. and just that's like, the thing is people will think that, but you have to like, it's like a, a nice mixture of like being having humility and, and being a bit co- and being confident. Definitely. Like, I tell people it's taking yourself seriously. Like you definitely have to be humble, but it's not cock. Like you definitely have to be confident, but it's not cockiness. Yeah. It's taking yourself serious and yeah. knowing you could do it and not cutting yourself down in the process, but to still definitely be humble about it. Like I'm never, you'll never see me post something and be like, I'm the greatest fucking model of all time. (laughs) Because I'm like, even if I'm having a good day and I feel like that one day, which I I would never say that in a million years because it's like, no, that's cocky and arrogant as fuck. Yeah. But posting something being like, I can't believe I just did this job. I feel so grateful for everyone who helped me get there. Yeah. You're confident because you know you did good work and you know you're proud. Yeah. But at the same time, you're like, no, I'm still like, it's not, it, it, it's, I'm still very humble. I, I always, it doesn't escape me that anyone else could have started. Like I was the first guy at IMG. It never escapes me that anyone else could have been the first guy at IMG. Yeah. I'm very lucky to have that. Definitely. And I think it's important in this industry to remember how lucky we are to get to do this. This isn't a real job. Yeah. This is crazy. We like we're literally getting paid for our faces. That's insane. <laughs> Which is another weird thing. Whenever people are like, "Oh, I really like your work," I'm like. You know, when you're an actor and people say you really like your work, they mean they like your acting. When you're a musician and they say we really like your work, that means they like your music. When you're a model and someone says they really like your work, that's mean like, hey, I really like your face. (laughs) It's such a weird thing to think. I really like your face. Your body, too. I like you physically. Nice nice face, guy. Exactly. (laughs) It's such a weird, weird thing. But (laughs) it's just our industry is very strange. Yeah, but it's fun. Oh man, Matt, this has been so much fun. Yes, this has been great. Is there any uh, like last minute questions or advice or anything that we missed? We're pretty expansive. Yeah, we might have. I think we were quite expansive. I think we we might have covered it all. I think we did too. Yeah. I think it's pretty great. So where can people follow you on speaking of Instagram? Speaking where can they follow Instagram, you? Speaking of Instagram, all right. Uh, yeah, my Instagram is at uh, workinmain, W-I-R-K-E-N-M-A-N-E. Yeah, workinmain. Yeah, it's, That's uh, a good it's, thing. It's, it, it actually works pretty well. Uh, my friend complimented me on my handle the other day. I was like, 
Yeah, I made that about eight years ago when Instagram first came out. I know. It, it, it's funny. It's like, but I'm still going strong with that handle, and you know, it's hell yeah, it's man. gonna stick. I, like I was it. really lucky that my that I just I didn't I didn't start my Instagram until I started modeling, so I just put my name. But I was talking to uh, Barbie Ferreira a little while ago. She's a very successful actress and plus model, and hers is I was po- I was positive her last name was Knox for a long time mm-hmm. because even though her name is Barbie Ferreira her handle was Barbie Knox oh. and I was just like oh her last name is Knox and then I asked her about it she goes no Knox is a spell in Harry Potter I was 15 when I made this I was yeah, like no shit okay yeah, it's, it's just I think it's hilarious and it's, it's like, kind of like our old screen names yeah like, what was your old AIM oh screen name oh my gosh <laughs> <laughs> the, the last one I had before uh like it kind of went away was you're gonna laugh at this. Okay. It was, it was Matt is so fat oh oh one, but it was P H A T. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, people don't say fat P H A T anymore. I know, I know. It, but it was I mean back then it was that was That was like what a, was said. Oh that's fat. This is fat. Oh you know like <laughs> I thought uh, I, when I thought it I was like, this is gold. I I have the best <laughs> screen name ever. Set for life. Oh, we're old. Like that was so. Uh, if people did, if if kids today knew how crazy <laughs> all of our stuff was, our emails were just like random things. Like, like I think my first girlfriend's uh, email address was like baby girl. Yeah. Six three four thing heart. No, there wasn't even hearts or anything. You couldn't make any of that. Yeah. Stuff. The heart was uh, less than and a three. Yeah, <laughs> that was exactly. Just how you did it. <laughs> Funny enough, you just saying that reminded me of a hilarious screen name I had before that. Back when, like, uh, shoot, I don't even remember, but it was my screen name was Bentley on Dubs. Bentley on Dubs. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just like I, me being like a sixth grader or whatever. I was like, this is the dopest screen name ever. Like, everyone's gonna want to be it's my so friend because of this. Like, my first one was Apple Pie Fifty Nine Elm. <laughs> because I liked apple pie and 59 Elm was my address <laughs> at the time. And I was just like, oh, that's sad. And then my last one I had was King of Fools 4589 because I had just read a book called King of Fools that I liked a lot. Yeah. And the 4-5, uh, well, 89, I was born in 89, and then 4-5 was the year World War II ended. <laughs> <laughs> no, everyone's like, so oh, that's your birthday. You were born April 5th. I'm like, no, 45 is the year World War II ended, and I wanted to commemorate it yeah. in my screen name. So important. Yeah, it's it's kind of funny you talking about this. So fuck. It, 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 it's just weird to think. I think like our future generations and future kids, when I have to sit down and explain to them like the dawn of the internet and the things we did and like how, because we, we're, we're the last generation that remembers a not internet. Yeah, like, like exactly. When we were kids, it was, there was no internet. So exactly. we don't like, and we're the final generation that remembers not being able to do that. Yeah. Like my non-existent future children are going to be able to talk to any of their relatives face to face on their phone anytime they want. Yeah. And that's just weird to think. So weird. Like we used to write letters. They were pen pals and shit. Like, oh, I'm, th- I, that's. Even talking about instant messenger, it makes me think like back like Zanga's and MySpace. Like Zanga was like this weird like internet journal that was public. Yeah, and with MySpace, we all learned how to like. I know. (laughs) I had like go back. I had a greatest journal, and I was like, I hope that doesn't exist anymore. I have no idea. I'm probably real emo. I have no idea what it was like. (laughs) Probably being real sad. Um, And on MySpace, we all like 
knew how to do HTML code because we wanted to like change the colors and add music. So we were all like literally coding yeah. as kids. I don't remember how to do any of that shit. Yeah, I don't know any of it. I no. wish I did. That would have been really helpful if I if yeah. I knew how to do more with code than I, just change my Facebook song, my, my MySpace song. Apparently they teach that to kids in schools these days, which is brilliant. They should. Yeah. They need to. Yeah. Uh, our kid, that's another thing. Uh, the future generation is going to learn a bunch of weird stuff. Yeah. Cursive's gone. They don't teach cursive anymore. Yeah. Which why? I mean, I know some people get real mad about that. Like, I can't believe cursive's gone. But I'm kind of like, why? Why? Yeah. Who, I mean, who fucking uses cursive anymore? Well, I mean, shoot, you really only need it for like a signature. But I mean, that's the I've, thing. I don't have the best penmanship, but I can only imagine where penmanship's going if they're not even teaching. Mine is. They're like, okay, mine might is based off my signature is based off of cursive, but now it's an unintelligible scribble. <laughs> like, yeah. you can kind of make out the Z, and then the rest of it's just nonsense. Yeah. Like, it's so. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it really doesn't. True. Uh. Anyway. Ending this on cursive not mattering, but um, <laughs> everyone, please go follow Matt Workin at Workin Maine. Spell it again for everybody. W I R K E N M A N E. Awesome, and make sure to follow uh, Rugby United New York. Yes, sir. when's the next big game coming up? Uh, we have. Well, this game. happens on Monday. <laughs> no, sorry, <laughs> never mind. This episode comes out in two weeks, but <laughs> yeah. So, well, one that you actually know on Monday, this Monday, yeah. Well, so an important date is uh, March 15th. We are having our first home game because... Get the fuck out. On yeah. St. Patrick's Day? Yeah. Yeah. And where? It's going to be at MCU Park in Coney Island uh, where the Cyclones play. Yo. Yeah. And... Um, Dude, if I'm here, I'm coming. Yeah, That sounds definitely. amazing. It, it should be an amazing experience. And uh, so, like, because we've been having... We have colder weather and snow and everything. Yeah, yeah. They've kind of been sparing the rest of our league, uh, our totally. cold weather. So, like, yeah, we've had away games in the warmer places, which is also nice considering it's only going to get hotter there. Yeah. Um, But so, yeah, we have our first home game uh, March 15th. That's fucking awesome. Dude, if I can, if if I'm here, I mean, you know, I'll know the day before if I'm here or not. But if I'm here, I would love to go there. That is so cool. Do you know who you guys are playing? Uh, I can look it up really quick. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) That's cool. You can definitely... (laughs) Hey, no, you don't have to have your schedule memorized. I don't have anything. Memorized. I mean, yeah, it's a 16 game season, so it's a uh, now a, in rugby they don't have mascots or anything. You're just rugby united, um, so, or do you have like a I mean, faux mascot? There are teams that do uh, unofficially. We are the Rooney Roosters. Rooney is what they call rugby united New York. So, I love that. Yeah, it's it's pretty great actually. So yeah, we're playing the Toronto Arrows. Oh, that's before. awesome. Yeah, I love Toronto. They're the uh, I they're love the, New York way more, but I love Toronto. Of course, of course, yeah. they're the new Canadian. <laughs> team that join our league so fucking awesome well yeah everyone you go to coney island on march 15th that'll be amazing yeah see the rooney roosters <laughs> play the yes. toronto arrows um everyone follow work in maine on instagram i said that again and thanks so much man i can't wait to just keep hanging out yeah for sure it's my pleasure thank you absolutely i'll see you soon brother sounds good He's going to continue to kill it. And everyone, uh, by the way, the 15th is not St. Patrick's Day. I think it is every year, but it's the Ides of March. Uh, Please, if you're in New York, go down to Cyclone Stadium and check out uh, Rugby United New York's inaugural home game. I'm going to try to make it. If I'm in town, I'm going to be there. 
and I cannot wait. Uh, please follow us on all of our social medias at Zach Miko, Z-A-C-H-M-I-K-O, at Facebook.com slash BigThingsPod, at our website, BigThingsPod.com. I love you all so, so very, very much. And until next week, remember to go out in the world and do big things.